just jumping in really quickly at the start of today's episode to tell you about some upcoming opportunities to see us live in the flesh. And you can see us live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2024. We are doing three live podcasts on Sundays at 3.30 at Basement Comedy Club, April 7, 14 and 21. You can get tickets at dogoonpod.com. Matt, you're also doing some shows around the country. That's right. I'm doing shows with Saren Jaimana, who's been on the show before. We're going to be in Perth in January, Adelaide in February, Melbourne through the festival in April and then Brisbane after that. I'm also doing Who Knew It's in Perth and Adelaide. Uh, details for all that stuff at mattstewartcomedy.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicky and I'm here with the lovely Jess Perkins and Matt Stewart. Hello, lovelies. The lovely hey. was mostly for me. No, he, they, I thought that at first, but then he said hello, hello lovelies. lovelies. I know, that really yep. cleared it yeah. up. But I, otherwise, I was definitely going to go for that and yeah. be like, no, but I'm lovely. Matt's dumb. I reckon in Dave's head, he realised that. He realised his error. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and I'm he, one of the best. He fixed it. That's wow. why. That's how fast he works. Yeah, yeah. He's quick. He doesn't. He makes a mistake and fixes it mid word. Yeah. He doesn't even wait for the sentence I to edit. be out. I edit. He's always on editing. The fly. He. I've heard him change words. Like he'll be like, "What a funny, delicious chicken roll I'm eating." Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, and, and, and I mean, seamless. bad example, but he does it well. Well, look, that was me trying to do him. Yeah. And, and you can't, you can't do it because he's got such a small tush. Can you imitate the best? God, no. We'd never want to. Did not think so. He's got the golden tonsils and he's got the twinkle toes. He's quick. He's quick on his feet. Our little Davy boy. Thank you. My beautiful soft feet. Yes, very soft feet. Do you see the photo I tweeted out of my toe? Yes. From the uh, from stamping Christmas cards for our Patreon listeners. It was still blue. I yeah. Did, I did see that. 36 hours afterwards. I had washed my feet, but did you... Uh, Appreciate us. One, someone tweeted in, it's like a baby's foot. Yeah. I thought, no, no, it's like a baby's bottom. <laughs> okay. Bottom of their foot. <laughs> See? 
See, right, you thought it. I had put a full stop there, but yeah, it was actually a comma in hindsight. Wow. Was it? Yeah. He's so good. Hindsight comma. <laughs> Not many can pull those off. No. Yeah. I know I can't. You got the Oxford comma, the hindsight comma. Mm. I, know, I know them all. <laughs> I do know them all. Name another one. Just the... Just the two. Standard comma. <laughs> well, that one was right there to be taken, wasn't Thank it? Thank you. How does standard differ from Oxford? Oxford's the one after the and, I think. Is that an Oxford comma? Oxford comma, I think it's where it's not fully required because the and is doing that same job. Mm. I believe it is. So you have three words. Mm. You're making a list. And the one after... The one that becomes before and. So Matt, Jess and Dave. An Oxford comma is Matt, comma, Jess, comma and Dave. Wait, what did I say? Did I say that the wrong way around? Oh my gosh, I said so it was confusing. after the I end. hate this conversation. Before the end. Yes, not after the end. I want it yeah, to end. Sorry, I don't everybody. like this. Sorry, Oxford, if you're listening. We're, we're just, we're just we're, a comedy podcast. Which is why I prefer the hindsight comma. Yeah. yeah. Good call. Good call. Interesting. Okay, well, now we've got that out of the way. Uh, it's just been Christmas. <laughs> Did we have a great Christmas? Had the best Christmas ever. Best I one ever. ate the peas, just as promised, and they were real good. Real good peas? Yeah. Mm. Did you get the gravy on the peas? Was the yeah. ra- ratio was was fine? Oh no, yeah, swimming in gravy. Yeah, that's how how I make gravy. Any uh, lots of big lot big amounts. You don't do anything by half. No, I, I double. I do a double. I double in doubling uh, gravy servings. <laughs> <laughs> Regret on his face. Uh, Jess, any great presents that you received? Uh, well, I I did get some lovely presents. My but I had a great time giving presents this year. Ah, oh, so in my family for the first time. For the first time, normally real chore, big chore. Uh, <laughs> You're no, maturing. In my family, we we uh, we make it a bit of a game. So like uh, just just my immediate family, like my parents and my brother and his wife. Um, I'm really excited to hear what the game is. Well, Christmas Eve is like our time that we have dinner and we open presents and stuff. But we do, like our parents especially don't want us to spend a lot of money. So we've done it in different ways in the past. What we're doing at the moment is you can only spend 20 bucks on each person. So you're not getting like huge presents. We tend to just buy like funny little things. My mum's good. She'll buy like useful things. Whereas my brother and I, especially for each other, will just go for like bullshit gifts. Oh, what kind of things? Last year I gave him a uh, a, <laughs> a scooter, like a children's scooter that had the Avengers on it. I wanted to get him one that had Frozen, all the Frozen characters on it, but they were sold out. So he had to have the Avengers. Um, it was like for, I think the weight limit was 50 kilos. <laughs> oh, and your brother is famously a... weighs 49. <laughs> yeah, so he's five. He's a very small no, one. He's more a... than me. <laughs> Wait, what are you? You're 50. Low 50s. Low 50s. Low 50s. So he you fluctuates. Can, you couldn't even write it, Dave. No, no, my comedy weight is 52, but I may have put on a couple of kilos oh. since. I might be 54 now, but my, I'm oh sticking I. by the comedy weight. Very good. 52 sounds funny, doesn't it? It does sound funny. And you've got a, a, a line about weighing the same as Paris Hilton or something? Who do you oh, no, I, no, I don't have a line, but I had that game in my Facty Fact quiz show hmm. called... Dave's weight game. We just guess if people are the same, <laughs> heavier or lighter than I am. I'm like, a thousand DVDs lighter. <laughs> You're Paris lighter than a thousand DVDs. Yeah. Paris Hilton? Yeah. Same as me. Same. same. That's same. right, yeah. That's, so that's what you were thinking, man. Yeah, right. Gwen, Gwen Stefani? Same. Wow. Yeah. Hey, good for you. Danny DeVito? More. More, even though he's like a foot shorter than I am. Yeah, but... But come he's on. a foot wider, too. <laughs> he actually is. He's, he's actually a one square foot. <laughs> He's a foot high and a foot wide. Wow, good for him. And he's made of solid gold. (laughs) (laughs) He's worth millions. (laughs) It's amazing. He is 
that's amazing. The, the first Emmy was actually cast, cast from him. Carved out of It's one of his Danny. limbs. <laughs> shaped. There you go. Shaped. It's not a limb shape. It's shaped it into the whatever statue of Emmy looks like. Which one is the Emmy? Is that the one with the globe? No. Or is that the Golden Globe? Uh, yeah, uh, I think Emmy's the isn't that? That's the atom one, isn't it? One looks like an. No, atom? you're thinking of the Logies. It's just oh. a person. It's where like it looks like Gumby has been <laughs> walked Logies into. Logies do look like Gumby. Gumby's been walked into a vat of hot gold. <laughs> is that hot gold? Hot gold, just like what we do in here. Yep. And then it melted and dried on him. No. It, it is going to be hot today, Science but it's not too hot in the studio yet. We're doing well, I think. It's a hot, it has been a hot Christmas. Yeah, the mm. Emmy is a, 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 depicts a winged woman holding an atom. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking. That's a globe. That's very DeVito. Sort of like a globe. And it actually says here that Danny DeVito, is, it was his right leg. Oh, there you oh. go. That hmm. he cast asunder. Cool. There you go. A bit of trivia straight it's from the back. have a, a right leg as a cube. Oh. Well, that's DeVito. Babe, I didn't mean anything by it. I'm a bit offended for Danny's behalf. <laughs> I didn't mean anything by it. I was just... I, I actually protect his estate. <laughs> really? I'm a lawyer and he's dead. Well, <laughs> neither of those things are right. Yeah, well, this my report is going to be a lie today. Oh, great. I made it oh, lie. yeah, we're doing a report. Uh, did you have anything else to say about your brother's prez? Oh, just that this year I bought him a helicopter hat. So we're doing <laughs> real well. What does that mean? It just goes wee, wee, wee. No, you know those like colourful hats that like especially cartoon characters wear. It has a little propeller on top. Oh, I think I had one as a child. Yeah, I bought him that. I had a picture of Dino from the Flintstones, on it. <laughs> and it said D because my name starts oh. with D. So does Danny DeVito, but yeah, the comparisons go. do end there. But my my brother's name does not, so that's disappointing. Hmm. But it, this this hat didn't have a letter on it. I'm sure the gift was well received. Yeah. Was that within the twenty dollar bit budget? Yes. How much change? Under. So I had to buy him a second present as well. Do you have to get two. exactly $20? Oh, I like to. Whatever you have, 10 one, cents left one over. One year we had to show receipts. So that was real fun. That yeah. does not sound fun no, at all. No, no, no. Because it was like the because that time we could only spend $10. You could go into one shop and you had $50 to spend and you had to get a present for each person. There were five people. In the same shop? Same shop. You had to go into one shop, spend 50 bucks, you're done. Fun. Where would you go? It was Dave? real fun. I'd go to JB Hi-Fi. Oh, interesting. Oh, so you can pick the shop. So, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what no, are you going to get for 10 bucks? I. Uh, Bargain bin CDs and DVDs. Yeah, good one. Good or one. I'd go to a like a, a big alcohol shop. Oh yeah. Get like a nice beer. You know, you can get quite a nice single beer for ten bucks. Yeah, true. Yeah, like an exotic one. Yeah. And yeah. you can get a pretty shit wine for yeah, that price as well. So. So what do you like? Good beer, shit or maybe wine? A, a Bacardi breezer. I think you can you can get an okay wine for that much. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Possibly. Possibly. Drinkable. Drinkable. It's not going to be. I mean, in the end, the isn't best. that all you want? Yeah. Well, I can't I mean, tell the difference. To drinks be are for drinking. Okay, what else do you want to do with your liquids? My yeah. housemate sometimes, because she works in a very fancy restaurant, and sometimes if they have like, uh, if customers have bought a bottle of wine and haven't finished it, they can't really do much with it. So Deb will bring it home. And sometimes there's some very nice wine in my fridge. And I had a, a Riesling last night. And I was like, yeah, this is nice, but I don't know if I, I don't know if it was fancy. I don't think I could tell the difference between that and a cheap one. What? But did you, are you stealing this wine? No. <laughs> <laughs> and how about uh, that's fun. Well, I and mean, you were talking about the Christmas audit game that you had where you have to show the receipts. <laughs> no, that was just one time. We don't that have to sounds, do that now. That sounds crazy. Because it was just because my... Well, hold on. Was that to prove that you'd spent a lot or no, that you'd gone under? That you'd that you'd made the $50. That was just that year. We haven't done that this... We haven't done that since. That was just one time. A wacky world of Jess Perkins. It's a uh, wacky world. The Perkins imagine family. Being, imagine visiting that world for a day or two. Oh, it's a lonely place. <laughs> It's weird inside my head, but that's okay. Is it? Yeah. It's like a desert. <laughs> it's vast and empty. I feel like I'd go in there and just be like, ah, oh, feels nice. 
Oh, it's okay. nice to be in here for a bit. That's nice. What do you picture my brain is like? Just hat, like rainbows. Oh, sunshine. Yeah, that's nice. Bean bags. Bean bags. I want yeah. you to be comfy. Oh, you gotta. You can kick back in there for oh, sure. Be- bean yeah. bags. I've just recent, recently discovered that they are a horrible fire hazard. <laughs> yeah, they go up like crazy. <laughs> I found out firsthand. Little balls. Oh no! Did you set one on fire? I, I. Well, I was testing all the furniture in my house. You got to. You, you got, got to, to for safety, Matt. Yeah, you do. You have to. If that's what you're. <laughs> have asking. you set all your furniture on fire? Ah, oh, yeah, because I have to. Yeah, that's part of the rules. Safety, safety first. Safety first. It's <laughs> annoying because every time you get a new beanbag, you have to test it. I, I haven't had a beanbag that's lasted more than a day. <laughs> yeah, You've I'm just... get, I've been getting. I've had three hundred odd this year already. Yeah, wow. Three hundred and sixty odd ish. Yep. Ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. Hey, I was just thinking, you know how sometimes every episode will have new listeners, right? What a weird place to start for them. The first few minutes of yep. us just talking absolute garbage. They saw this topic and they thought, I want to hear about that. And well, then I talked about Danny DeVito's <laughs> right leg. Well, last week somebody did tweet to us 20 minutes in and <laughs> Dave and Matt have only just learnt the topic. <laughs> yeah. So we should probably just get to the topic. All right, let's get to the topic, guys. This is a very important Announcement. Oh no. To thank, before I get to the question, I will actually thank who has sent this in. Okay. Because I'm finally picking a topic that Christian Smith has sent us on email. Christian. Oh, he sent in quite a few. Quite a few topics, including, and this, this topic in particular, he sent in about 10 at a time. The subject was Bring Me the Head of Dave Warnicky. Oh, I remember that email. Because uh, at the time, he thought the week before when I announced, oh, I've picked someone. Someone from the hat, he assumed I'd picked his topic. <laughs> and then when I had it, he was very upset and he wanted to murder me. I love that assumption. But it's got to be me. Must there, be me. There's a lot of topics in yeah, the hat. Yeah, there's hundreds in there. I think he's probably being a little bit facetious. But Christ- no, no. I think, I Christian, choose, I think I cho- Christian probably has a no, pretty I, good sense of humour. I choose to read Christian's yeah. word. Very literally. Word for word. Yeah, word for word. For word. I was actually scared for my he life. Came, don't you remember when he came in? He was, sh- he was quivering. He was shaking. That's he true, yeah. And boots. even at the time, I said, I think he might be having a bit of a joke. But we still got the restraining order, just to be safe. Yeah, just think, even though this and... man lives in Scotland. But you've got to be careful. got to be careful. Especially Christian, those Scottish people. Christian, I'll admit it. I was very glad when you wrote back and said, I live in Scotland. I thought, oh, I'm Oof. safe. I'm safe. <laughs> they're, in, they're in Glasgow, aren't they? I believe. They are. I hope that yeah. that is true. No. Glasgow, famously rough city. Is yeah, it? that's right. The Glasgow oh, yeah. kiss. The Glasgow kiss. This <laughs> is a headbutt. That's <laughs> <laughs> fucking fantastic. <laughs> so, Christian, this one's for you. Hopefully, you'll also be wondering what topic I'm picking because you've s- submitted about 30. So no, I you won't be one. wondering. It'll be in the title. It's oh, yeah. in the title of the show. Don't look at the title, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Probably Tell him have. that 10 minutes in. Christian, jump in the time machine. <laughs> Danny DeVito's left leg. Back you go. Why is Danny DeVito's leg in there? How do you think they make time machines, Matt? Um, Jesus. Leave it to the scientists, all right? Which is Jess and I. I thought you were a lawyer. (coughs) Look, I've been to uni my whole life. Wow. Oh. All right. Checks out. Thank you. (laughs) So so which of Christian's topics are we doing? Your question. My question is... um, who has been married more times than Kim Kardashian, but less times than Elizabeth Taylor? Who's oh, probably the... quite a few people. Um, who's the... Kim Kardashian's been married twice? Three times. Three times. Really? Kim Kardashian? Yeah, Kanye who West? You... Oh, yeah, yeah. Chris Humphreys. And then who was the other guy? Was a it basketball? Is it Ray J, the one... No, that's Chris Humphreys. Is, Ray... Is it Ray J, the one that you made the porno with? Or... You can call me Ray. Oh, you, you can, can call, call me Jay. Jay. I don't think they're from The Simpsons. Is that a real thing? 
Uh, I don't know. Um, is it The Simpsons is a real thing. And Elizabeth Taylor, how many times has she been times, married? Nine times? Eight, eight, eight times. marriages. You're always, you're always nearly there, but not quite. Um, um, but I feel like that's just Matt, isn't it? <laughs> you're yeah, always one of Almost. I'm, an, I'm hey. okay at everything. Good. Yeah, no I know, me. You're a jack of all trades, master did, of none. Um, just look this up because I know that our demographic is really into Kim Kardashian, so I don't want them screaming at the podcast. We've got uh, Kim Kardashian did make the sex tape with boyfriend Ray J. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think she was married. But yeah. she was married to Damon Thomas for four years. Probably just was Damon. A... Damon <laughs> Thomas. She's like 35. That's a lot of marriages early on. You can fit them in if you like. That's if true. you wanted to, Pump Matt, them out. first one was Matt, at 20. If you wanted to, you could have been married four times by now. What? Easily. Easily. Are you kidding me? I mean, yeah, if I accepted all those proposals. Exactly. <laughs> At least Kim Kim says yes to opportunities. Right. You've got to open I'm a yourself no-man. up. I'm a no-man. <laughs> open yourself up. Keep to blocking myself out. Yeah. Open she... up, Matt. All right, Jess. I will from now on accept all proposals of marriage Excellent. that are forwarded to me. Excellent. Please tweet oh, at no. Matt Stew oh, underscore no. art. You're gonna have you're gonna have a few weddings by the time you're thirty five, champ. All right, great. So I, I wanna break I wanna break Kim's record. So more than Kim, less than the other person. How many how many right. times was that old king married? That's what I was thinking, was the king, but which one was it? King Hen- Henry Henry? The... Henry the Eighth? Eighth. Henry the Eighth. I cannot believe you got the topic from that. Yeah, because he was married heaps. Do you guys know how many times? It's between well, three and eight. I reckon it was six. like six or seven. Are you going with six or seven? No. That's one of those. Were you just saying seven because I said six and you wanted to have a point of difference? Because I think we could stand together united on six if you want. Okay. <laughs> just <the laughs> or one, five. Just reading Dave, I think it's seven. I say six. So six from Jess. Matt, you're locking in. No, I'm, I'm going to stand with Jess. And doubt, doubt my reading yeah, ability Yeah, now of your I'm thinking face. maybe it's five. But six. let's just say it's, six. It's, five, it's six or seven, I reckon. Six. Six. It's going to be five. It's six! Yay! <laughs> I can't read him like I thought I Everyone could. Everyone gets a point, especially Christian. Yay! Yay! Oh, that was so... We sounded so unenthusiastic. <laughs> Yay! Am well, I, t- I mean, why are we, we all just went, for Christian Yay. to get a point? You know, because he's competing Christian deserves with us. it. We... I don't cheer when the opposition get a point. Now we're all on equal points. No, so you're a bad sport. No, I'm a good competitor. Interesting. Oh, that's a good way of looking at it. That is a good way of looking at it. I'm a good spinner. I can spin anything. (laughs) Give me a thing. I'll spin it. (laughs) That bottle. Oh, 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 no. Genuinely fucked it. (laughs) Oh, hey. Okay. Uh, Bit of a spin. Off the table, but that's okay. Um, so the, you know, I'm going to do the six wives of King Henry VIII. You're going to do them? Jesus, Dave. They'd <laughs> be time. rotting <laughs> corpses by now. a long time dead. Yuck. They've all been dead for five hundred years. Yucky. I reckon they've probably even uh, even got through their rotting period. Yeah, they're just... What are you going to do? Yuck. Fuck their tailbone? Is that how you do it? Also, Dave, like, yuck. Come on, mate. That just you could just talk about them in your report. You don't have to go do them. Well, Dave, honestly, I'm a man of my I, word. I'm Dave, a man of my. I'm going to do Dave. it. Dave, it's not too late. It's not time to reconsider. Dave. I think it is. I think it is. I've already done two of them. Ah, oh. what do you call it when you fuck dead people? Necrophilia. Necrophilia. Yeah, see, that came to, to my word to way too that. fast. Yeah. <laughs> I should have just paused and pretended I didn't know. Should have gone. I don't know. I've never heard that before. It's one, it's one of the N, N. I think it starts with N. I don't know. Does it change once they become skeletons? Mm. Oh, they're basically ske- a pile of, skelophilia. pile of bones. Bonophilia. Although that would, oh, doing bone. him would be like a, doing a pile of bones anyway. Hey, stay out of my tush. <laughs> Yes, why are you in his tush? Just, how did that happen? Hands where I can see them, please, Miss Perkins. 
now. Speaking of bones, mm. Jess has got some sore ones. Yeah. <clears throat> Should we do a Jess help update? <laughs> we can just do it. Well, I'll just do a quick one. All right, great. Um, and then we'll get into the report. Christian, I'm so sorry. So I'm so sorry. No, I think Christian would care. Uh, he does. So I've had this cough for like six weeks now. Um, doctors think it's actually asthma as opposed to just, it's a little bit. Fake like, asthma. No, but like I was like, I don't really have asthma, but it's just got a bit of a cough thing. It's, it's, it's an allergy thing. Now they're like, no, we think you actually legitimately have developed asthma now. So that's fun. And also because I've been coughing so much, I have may have cracked a rib. So I'm in a, quite a lot of pain. No good at all. <laughs> so laughing. Happy New Year. And cough. Yeah, it's going to be such a good, such a good a New Year. Start. I can't wait. I can't wait to hang out with my friends. <laughs> Big drunken hugs. Crack. No, no good. Anyway, so that's that health update. Um, We're glad glad you're alive. Well, for now, but uh, we don't know. For now, we're glad you're alive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Once I start coughing, then... It's like, ugh. Yeah. (laughs) The gladness is draining from my body. It's a bit like, um, you ever seen the film The Beach? Yes. Where the the guy gets attacked by a shark and eventually they're like, they get sick of him groaning, so they just leave him in the forest. (laughs) So remember that at all. Actually, I was thinking of beaches. (laughs) <laughs> You're like, similar idea. When Bette Midler, like, Midler threw that woman that got attacked by a shark into the forest and said, "Shut the fuck up," <laughs> under the boardwalk. Shut up! Really? That's re- they just got sick of him yeah, whinging. Just, just stop. Like, mate, we came here for paradise, and you're bloody talking about how your legs bleeding. Fucking hell! And they just leave him there. Yeah, pretty yeah. sure. Hey, let's do this pr- report. You've got such long reports. I know. Yeah, sorry. 3,600 words. Oh, boy. All right. I don't even oh, know what that means. Gold. Well, he's a normally at least 4,000. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm true. Within my, I'm within Vegas. <laughs> Mine sit around the 2,000 mark. Yeah, I'm, I like And then I have room it. for riffin. Yeah. You've got to have the riffin. I'm within 10% of my target, so Great. happy with that. The word <laughs> limit. Remember, at uni, you had to be within 10% either way. I do remember. I've, I've done all the degrees, remember. So of course, yeah. Born... On the 28th of June, 1491, at the Palace of Placentia. What year was that? Sorry, Dave. 1491. A good year. A good year. <laughs> I only mentioned that because I wanted to say Placentia? the Palace of Placentia. The Placenta Palace. Wait, speaking of good years. we're all we're born. Just talking about uh, getting on track. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of good year, Akron, Ohio, mm-hmm. pronounced Orkron, so, apparently, in America, or something weirder like that. Is tires? Remember saying about tires? Yes. It's because it's the home of Goodyear tires. There we go. The home. The yeah, home of it. That's where they're from. Wow. And also. Oh, was it the other big tire brand? Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> what? I think it was Goodyear. What's the other big tire brand? Pirelli. That's a, it's like Italian. No, it? not Pirelli. There's another other one. I reckon it was Goodyear. There's another other one. But Bo repairs. Bo repairs. Yeah, Bo repairs. Kmart tire and auto. Kmart tire and auto. Kmart tire and auto. In Akron or Akron. Uh, it had a I'm W sure in when they. They had a W. When they they spelled it phonetically for me and it put and a now W you've in. Forgotten. Orkron, maybe. Maybe. Are they taking the piss? I thought it's also the home of the Black Keys. Great. And Ohio also. <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of good stuff in Ohio. Can't wait to visit. <laughs> Great. We're saving up our pennies, Ohio. Born in 1491 at the Palace of Placentia in Greenwich, London, Henry Tudor was the third child and the second son of King Henry VII and his wife, Elizabeth of York. There's lots of Elizabeths. A lot of Elizabeths. That's hmm. right. Hmm. Of the young Henry's six siblings, only three survived infancy. So himself, his brother Arthur, Prince of Wales. Lots of Arthurs too. Margaret and Mary. Okay. 
I was going to I was going to try and guess, but yeah, they, they would have been up there. They're, they're, they're very royal names. names. They are. Uh, just for historical context, uh, just before this was the War of the Roses. Ah, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. So Henry the Seventh, who is <laughs> King Henry the Eighth's father, mm-hmm. he won the throne when his forces defeated King Richard the Third. Ah, another famous king. Yeah. At the Battle of Bosworth Field, which is the culmination of the war, so the War of the Roses, been going for a long time, and whoever won the battle became king. Uh, Henry the Seventh was the last king of England to win his throne on the field of battle. Uh, other, the next ones won it in the field of hockey. Dreams. <laughs> field of dreams. <laughs> la, 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 I am king. La, 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 dreamy dreams. Uh, he was the first of the Tudor kings, which is the new dynasty welcomed in after the end of the war. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, Henry the Seventh. this is. Uh, young Henry, though, Henry Tudor, was given a first-rate education from leading tutors. He became fluent in Latin and French, as well as English. Hello. <laughs> but that's... That's about all we know about uh, young Henry because he was never meant to become king. His older brother, Arthur, was expected to grow up and become king and Henry was just sort of their backup plan. But he so. never grew up. He stayed two. <laughs> he stayed young forever. Peter Pan style. He stayed two years old for his whole life. Wow. It was really weird. That is weird. And they said not fit to rule. <laughs> At two? At two. Oh, come on. I thought it was rough. He made some good decisions. Yeah. Um, I wanna, I wanna go potty. Mm-hmm. Great yes, call. Sir. Yeah. Good call. Great decision. Whatever you say, Mister King. And sir. as soon as he went in there, he, sh- he did a shit. So I mean, <laughs> not gonna do that on the floor, are you? Yeah. No. Well, if you're king, you can. True. Yeah, Henry was doing. God. It was known for it. Being a king must be great. You can just shit anywhere. What other perks are there to being a king? That's mainly it, though. Just shitting anywhere. No, no, no. You can also piss anywhere. Hello. Mm. Really? Wow. I, after the hours of. of, of uh, 7 p.m. Okay. Until? Yeah, there's a few stipulations. I mean, till 3 a.m.? Till 7 p.m. the next day. It's actually. <laughs> no, I think that works out to be all, all any time you like. <laughs> it's just a. It's, it's a, a real weird loophole. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a technicality. Yeah, really. yeah sure. Yeah, They've yeah. got to put something on the sign. Can I piss here? Oh, hang on. Wait, check the time. Yes, you may. It is before 7 p.m. and after 7 p.m. yesterday. You can, uh, you Very can good, piss, sir, as you, can you were. Piss twice. But at 7 p.m., no, no, no. No, no, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> that one second of day. One, one minute. Once it's 7.01. Oh, the whole minute? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I'm busting. Well, you could have gone a minute ago, or you can wait a minute. 45 on the clock. Or go to the toilet. <laughs> what are we talking about? Henry VII gave the young Henry, Henry Tudor, a few tasks, because he wasn't supposed to be the king. Uh, young Henry was strictly supervised and did not appear in public. And as a result, the young Henry, as I keep calling him because it's confusing, there's too many Henrys, mm. would later ascend the throne... Quote, untrained in the art of kingship. 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 So, you know, they like sort of like, I imagine it's stuff like foreign affairs and they tell you about all that kind of stuff. Like when you get, when you're briefed to be the president, that kind of thing. I think that they just didn't, they were like, you don't need to know this. Do like, think, just is there presidential play. training? Yeah, they have the reports and stuff. This, which like, apparently Donald Trump is like, I'll read it once a week rather than get it every day like every other president does. Oh, that's does. amazing. But I like, you know, when you start a new job and you usually have like maybe a week or so of training, do they have that for, is there like a nice crossover period for kings or, no, because they usually come because somebody died. I think, yeah, but I think the king mm. will, I think they they know who's next in line, so they're sort of being groomed for it their yeah, whole life. Yeah, so but not in this groomed. case. But not, and not in the, but like, you know, you're talking about American presidents yeah. and stuff like that. But I think they have a little, like... Obama had a meeting with Trump, didn't he? There's photos of oh, Trump. It'd be so good if Trump Obama's looking. the one that's like just showing him where the like tea and coffee is. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, yeah, you can use that. You can make that. 3 a.m. anytime. Anytime. Any, oh, anytime. God. Yeah. Toilets are just uh, down the hallway there to the left. Personally, sometimes, though, I like to go to the ones on the next level up. Bigger butt, bigger mirrors. Meant to be for women only, but I'm a fucking president. Yeah. <laughs> I do what I want. Anyway. Presidents are allowed to pee wherever they want. But uh, not poo. Not poo, yes. Of course. <laughs> Don't patronise our listeners. All right. Enough poo. Uh, King on. Henry... Well, Henry Tudor, when he grew up, he was a big man, six feet tall, and reportedly very handsome. Oh. He enjoyed hunting and playing sports, as well as jousting. He was also an intellectual. He read and wrote English, French, and Latin. He Mm -hmm. wrote poetry. Mm. He also played multiple instruments. Hello. So he is... What a babe. He's good at everything. What a babe fest. He's he's just not trained to be king. Is he single? He's hot at this stage. Hello. He's single. This is Henry. Henry Tudor, yes. Man, the photos of him are not attractive. No, but he's that young. That is because uh, he lets being able to do anything get the better of him. <laughs> oh, no. Wasn't there also a thing back then that, or is this a myth, that um, it, as a, it's a sign of wealth to be big and fat? Uh, because I can, I, can, I can afford a lot of food. I don't think it was a sign of wealth to look as fat as he became. <laughs> Right. Towards the end, he's sort of like bedridden practically okay. because he's so... I'm wealthy. <laughs> I'm wealthy. But at this we stage... Out, I want to show everyone. <laughs> oh, we're so jealous of that morbidly obese. <laughs> well, you're going to have to amputate both his legs, but oh, I'm so jealous. But at this stage, he's tall. Oh, yeah, so he's not king yet, so he's young. Instruments, speaks many languages, reads, he's sporty. Smart. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Do you reckon he's got he's, a sense of humour? He's fucking rich. Yeah, I think I think he does. Then I mean, he's, he's reportedly very popular. He's seen as like a ooh, who's oh, this cool prince. So he's and he's also that would sort of indicate then that he's got social skills and oh man, you're talking like Jess's dream man it right now. It does sound like a dream, but well, I mean, he sounds like everyone's dream Matt, man. Matt, let me have this. Oh, you want him? Right. Yeah, he's all yours. Thank you. Now, when Merry Christmas, <laughs> it's, not, it's never too late. You hate you hate after Christmas. Is this an early gift or Christmas a late gift? Christmas is dead for you. This, this could be an a early New gift. Year's I've gift. Got, I've gotten over it now. <laughs> I'm already looking forward to Christmas 2017. <laughs> Start tweeting in those topic ideas. Uh, when he was just 15, Henry's older brother, Prince Arthur, married Catherine of Aragon, who was also just 15. Oh. She was the youngest surviving child of King Ferdinand II of Aragon in Spain and Queen Isabella I of Castile, also in Spain. There's different regions at the time. It's not sure. one country. Uh, they were both very powerful people and it was a good move to marry the English prince into their family. So okay. get a bit of a, a connection between the kingdoms. All was going well until just 20 weeks later, Prince Arthur died of sweating sickness. What? What? Sweating, sweating sickness. Sickness was a mysterious and highly contagious disease that struck England in later continental Europe. In a series of epidemics beginning in 1485, the last outbreak occurred in 1551, after which the disease apparently vanished. You could have sweating thought of a sickness. better name than sweating no, sickness. Apparently though, right? you got really, really sweaty. <laughs> like like, like oh, crazy sweaty. Oh, you don't say. And unlike being fat, sweating was not a sign of wealth, even then. Interesting. Oh. Okay. Even I'm then. sweaty. Wheel me out. I want to show everyone my Look sweat. Look at me glisten. Look at, I'm basting in my own sweat. So just, it's just like a fever, I guess. Fever, oh, a fever. I'm not saying just a fever, but like I'm thinking of what would cause the sweating. Anyway. They, fi- they haven't figured it out. It's still a mystery. No, they think that day. maybe it had to do with uh, just sanitation at the time because it was pretty gross on the streets. Yuck. Why is Arthur getting in that? He's a bloody 
next in line. I think it's because it's so contagious that he just passes it around and he gets it. Anyway, young Henry Tudor, just 10 at the time, suddenly had all of the royal duties and expectations thrust upon him because the brother that was going to be the king at 15, who's just been married, has died. Married at 15? Mm. Henry VII, so the father of both boys... That's how you get so many wives in, Matt. Uh, you got to start early. Start young. Yeah. But it's not too late for you. <laughs> well, how early do you reckon you can start? Well, now. now... Do you think now? Well, because Henry... No, I meant like these days, 18-ish. What about then? Legally. How then, it? well, 15, obviously. Or 15. Was, was Arthur maybe a bit of a late bloomer? Well... Uh, he, he waited for the one. You could say that he was a bit of a late bloomer because the, both their father, Henry VII, wanted to shore up the alliance between him and the Spanish kingdom, so he offered young Henry, the 10-year-old, to marry his older brother's widow, Catherine of Aragon. Yuck. 15-year-old. Her parents were keen, of course. And in 1503, a treaty was signed for their marriage, and they were betrothed two days later. But because he was only 11 by this time, they couldn't live together. Okay. Which, well, you something. know, like, that might be a better solution mm. to marriage. You know? I'd happily be married to someone if they lived elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a nice... Yeah, great. Got my own space. Oh, that's great. Do my own thing. You get all the You're 11. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm 11 years you got, old. You've got time to play Pokemon. Oh, I love it. Pokemon. I had it on the Game Boy. I had Pokemon oh. Red. Oh, I had Blue. Nice. Did you ever like connect your Game Boy oh, to somebody else's Game Boy? And... Battle them. Yeah, or they'd give you all their really good Pokemon. I and had trade that. them back. Yeah, so good. Matt, do you know, do you, have you heard of Pokemon? Yeah, have you heard of that? I didn't think you would have. It's, uh, it's short for Pocket Moan. Dave, do go on. Pocket Monsters. Pocket, mon- pocket, pocket Monsters. Great. That's what I was going to say. And then my brain exploded. <laughs> As it often does. Uh, when he turned 14, this is uh, Henry, the young one, he rejected the marriage. What? But Catherine of Aragon stayed in England, which is lucky because when Henry VII died in 1509, Henry became King Henry VIII and he decided, oh, I will marry you. So he married Catherine of Aragon properly. Oh, wow. Okay. And how old is he now? So he is 18. And he's a king. Yes, because the new king, Henry VIII, maintained that it was his father's dying wish that he should marry Catherine. So he was like, all right, I'll have a go. I'll do it. I'll do it. Ugh. Sounds like love. That's romantic. <laughs> Catherine's so lucky. She's so lucky. So she's five years old. So she's 23. He's 18. He's popular. He's the king. Everyone's like, this is going to be great. Got an older woman. Great. great. He's probably driving. She yeah. can drink in America. Yeah. <laughs> the best. Oh, the best. she's going to pick up some Budweiser and bring it back. Yeah. To the castle. To the yeah. kegger. Oh. We're going to have a keg at the castle. We're going to play uh, Pong, mm-hmm. Beer Pong. See, America, we know you so well. Your we wife can be your legal guardian. That's great. Oh, how yeah. awesome is that? She can accompany you. Teach to... him to drive. Oh, that's good. Drive a horse. Yeah. <laughs> Teach him to drive a horse. Put the L plate on the back of the horse. <laughs> you know how it works. Yeah. Uh, two days after Henry's coronation, when he was 18, he arrested his father's two most unpopular ministers, Sir Richard Empson and Edmund Dudley. They were charged with high treason and were executed shortly thereafter. This was the first time Henry executed someone, but it would certainly not be the last. Oh, great. So he has not mucked around. So he's like, all right, I'm king. Yay, I'm king. you two. You can you... fuck off. No, no. Why did he get rid of them? Treason. But like, what did he... <laughs> Tra- <laughs> Answer your own question there. Yeah, I did a bit. Well, I was listening, but I mean, like, how did he know they were being... Treasony. Well, it just says that they were the they were very they were unpopular with the other people. Most most of the time, uh, there's a few people here that I'm going to say were charged with treason. A lot of the time, they didn't do that. He just wanted them to go away. Great. 
yeah, this is the first a, time he did this. He was high on power. Oh, yeah. And ketamine. And ketamine. Yeah. <laughs> the big K. The big K. Horse tranquilizer <laughs> that he'd taken from the horses. horses yeah. yeah. After he learned how to drive them. <laughs> Crazy. To learn to drive a horse, you've got to think like a horse and take a horse drug. <laughs> it's your final test, Henry. Mm. I'll chuck it up my bum. <laughs> he went in, yeah, after... They had successfully passed the test, him and the other horses. <laughs> the whole, he fell in with a bad horse crowd. <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, no. And then he chopped a couple of people's heads off. As you do. Mm. Soon after their marriage, Catherine conceived, but the child was stillborn. Four months later, she was pregnant again and gave birth to a boy. They called it... Greg? Henry. Henry. Oh, Henry. Henry. Damn it. Damn it. I thought it was Greg. They Have were... you heard of Prince Greg? Yeah. Hmm. They were very happy because uh, Henry VIII especially wanted a male heir because at the time, the ma- males, you know, even you have 10 daughters and you have an el- el- your 11th child as the son, mm-hmm. when the king dies, the son yep. jumps the list. So that's why he wants to make sure that there's someone's going to replace him because like his brother, he could die at any time. Yeah. That's changed now, hasn't it? Now it's just firstborn. Yes. Yeah. They changed it only with uh, Princess Charlotte. Yeah. Cool. Uh, they, they were very, very happy as a... King Henry VIII, as I said, wanted a male heir, and he celebrated by holding a jousting tournament, as one does. It's a boy! It's a boy. Let me stab someone with a long stick. Sure. Cool. Uh, However, the celebrations were short-lived as the child died just seven weeks later. The uh, the tragedy continued there, because the next two years, Catherine had two more stillborn, stillborn children before having a daughter, Mary, in 1516. What a slap in the face. A girl. <laughs> Yuck. Ugh. Ugh. Imagine. 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 Not only having a girl, but being a girl. Oh, I've tried and I oh. threw up. I threw up. I in my mouth. It. It's no good. In my yeah, mouth, but I swallowed it because I'm a man. <laughs> right. Henry was still without a son. He's got Mary, but she's not a son. He's checked twice. <laughs> Nothing grew. Although... I should say, although he wouldn't know that Mary would go on to become queen and is nicknamed in history as Bloody Mary. Uh, <laughs> Bloody Mary. That's where the drink came from. Yes. Ironic because her favourite drink was a pina colada. <laughs> you wrote that and then you enjoyed it when you wrote it, didn't you? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed that. <laughs> Matt didn't enjoy that joke. Didn't You don't like pina colada? No, oh yeah, very nice. No, actually I don't. We had one in Meredith and it was no good. No, it was, it was fine for the first... Anyway. <laughs> I had Bloody Marys in Meredith. And at first I was like... Ugh. And then they, they grow on you. Tomato juice is gross. It's so weird. But she's, she, she, she's called Bloody Mary because of her uh, habit of burning Protestants cool. at the stake. So, so she... Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. She grew up to be extremely brutal. Great. I'd call her Bernie Mary. Yeah. Bernie Mary. Fiery Mary. Steaky Mary. Steaky Mary. Oh, a steak named after her. That'd be good. That'd be yeah. good. Uh, Henry and, and Catherine's relationship, Mary's uh, parents, was very good by most accounts, but he had some affairs. Of course he did. Well, the most famous and one of the 100% confirmed ones was with a lady called Elizabeth Blount. Blount? B-L-O-U-N-T. Blount. That's an ugly name, That's Dave. That's an ugly name. Blount. 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 <laughs> Blount. <laughs> Blount. Oh, yuck. Elizabeth. Blount. Eli- yes, I'm here. Stop saying it out loud. Blount. Oh, imagine hearing that in the roll every Blount. morning. Blount. Yuck. Blount. Blount. It, what, what would you call it? Blounty. Blounty. Liz, probably, to be honest. Um, 
Elizabeth, probably back then. They probably weren't big on nicknames. Yeah. Blount. Yuck. Blount. Sorry. I mean, sorry if anybody's listening. Any, any Blounts out yeah, there? Any Blounts. Well, but, I mean, you've got to know you've got an unfortunate name. I'm confident the Blounts have died out. Surely. I've, I don't know any Blounts. I've never met a Blount. I've never met a Blount. That I haven't like. liked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love them. I love them. Uh, their, their, um, I should say their affair is confirmed because she had a son. Do you know what? Guess what they called the son? Gary Newman. Greg oh, Newman. Both wrong. Henry again. Another Henry. What oh. a Henry! Henry was so excited to be a dad of someone who themselves one day could be a dad. So you could just say to have a son. <laughs> you fucking. He wanted that. someone who had the potential of being a, this one could be a dad. <laughs> Not all sons can be dads, <laughs> but all dads are sons. Wow. That sounds deep, doesn't it? But it's not. It isn't at all. I've just, I've just rethought what I said. Are you a son if your parents are dead? Or are you an orphan? Yeah. Yeah. You can use both. I, just, I think you should think on that. That, sound, think, that sounds think, deep as well. It does. But I don't think you lose... Because they're still your parents, aren't they? So you're still their son. Wait, hang on. I, I'm just remembering uh, oh, no, our Lord and Saviour John Farnham once said, we're all someone's, someone's daughter, daughter, we're all someone's son. son. That's so right. that probably... Either, either How way, long can we can look, we look at, at each other, other down the barrel, barrel of, of a, a son? Of gun. A son. <laughs> son of a gun. Son of a gun. <laughs> Imagine if you rhyme son with son, but S-O-N with S-U-N. Yeah. Down the barrel of a S-U-N son. <laughs> Would have been great. Why are you looking down the barrel of a son? Sons don't have barrels. Oh, don't look at the sun. That's my advice. <laughs> uh, Henry VIII, he was excited, so excited to have a son, mm-hmm. which he'd been wanting forever. Someone who's capable of being a dad one day, being maybe, That's if right. he and his partner he choose. He came out and publicly claimed the son, even though it's his illegitimate son. Wow. Because he's not married to the woman. He was so excited. He's like, I don't care. He's, he's a boy. I don't give a shit. And he, uh, he made him a duke, which is like a high-ranking thing, which really, most people... Most other kings probably would have been like, no, it's not my son. I think that's quite progressive of him in a way. Yeah. Uh, He named the king Henry Fitzroy. And Fitzroy, I didn't know this, means son of king. So he... Oh. Oh. Hmm. Fitzroy. Fitz. Which bit's which? Fitzroy. Roy meaning son. Fitz meaning... Fitz. King. Wait, no, I reckon Fitz means son because yeah. Fitzgerald and all that. Fitz, oh, all those Fitz names. So that would be son of Gerald. And I have some weird feeling that Roy is something to do with like royalty or... Uh, I have. Word, or king, I've yeah. got more than a weird feeling. I know because it means son of king. <laughs> yeah, Roy. Roy is in royal. So I think that Let us break out. down the word, mate. Fitz royal. That, that makes sense. Uh, it was suggested that Fitzroyal marry his own half-sister Mary, later to be Bloody Mary, in order to strengthen his claim to the throne because some, a lot of people would be like, well, you're the illegitimate son, so you can't be king. But they were like, well, if he's married to the princess, when their parents die, he can be king. That's still fucked it's, and weird. It's weird. Uh, sadly, this never happened because Fitzroy died suddenly of tuberculosis age 17. Oh, no. Oh. That is brutal so for we, the king. So we never get to know if he would have been king. A lot of historians say that he probably would have been because Henry was so happy to have a son. Wow. Yeah, it feels like Henry can probably... But, I mean, he has to be dead almost. To, but I wonder if young Henry was, like, just living with his mum or whether he moved him into the into the castle or... I wonder. You know? Did he really... Did he fully take him on? Yeah. Oh, actually, one day he brought him into the royal court. Wow. And I think that was a pretty shocking thing to do and be like, this is my son. 
It's my boy. My boy. Look at him. Bring your boy to Everybody work. Everybody look though. at my boy. <laughs> <laughs> did work experience with dad. Oh, that's nice. He claimed he was so stoked to have him. Sadly, he died young. Oh. So nice for the for him, but so brutal for all the daughters. Yeah. Yeah. Just, so, just see every time they walk into the room, his shoulders slump. Uh, Fuck. Not again. Not another fucking female spawn. This is the worst. Oh, I can't yuck. believe that came out of me. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> now I, I will say that uh, while in the story here I'm mainly focusing on the wives because there's a lot of other sort of stuff going on behind the scenes with his left hand right hand men mm. coming up and down and him coming being, up and down well they a lot of them uh, are his friend for a long time and then suddenly they do something and he's like I don't like you anymore and they suddenly get arrested and get oh. beheaded that happens a lot but they're also pretty dodgy, a lot of these guys. A lot of them called Thomas. Ah, yeah, never trust a Thomas. My brother's name's Thomas. And we don't trust him, do we? No, we don't. No, we do not. <laughs> we do not. But uh, So I'm mainly focusing on, on the wives, but I will say that he uh, was also in charge of the military as the king, and he did pretty well there. He invaded France. His troops defeated a French army at the Battle of the Spurs, and he had uh, led the army personally with his large entourage. So he was uh, actually part of the battle. Hmm. Ah, Jontourage. That felt good. Yeah, he, he had his hairstylist with him. Um, Turtle was there. Turtle was there. <laughs> Turtle's always there. Hang on, Turtle. There's a TV show that one of the main characters was a car driver called Turtle. That is a real thing that happened. Yeah. I've never seen Entourage and I really think I'm going to avoid it now. That sounds really bad. <laughs> Is it good? I don't know. I never watched it either. How do you know Turtle? I know everything. How do you know Neighbours characters that I don't? <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. If it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, not in a way that's like, oh my God, it's expanding like yeah, yeah. More physically. Like it's growing more customers, yes. more interest. Not like it's going to explode. Yeah, not like it's a building that's like blowing up and yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. And I don't think they mean for marriage. You can sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical or digital products or you offer services like massage or oh. nails. Oh, my gosh. Or uh, consulting. Should we, after this, get mani-pedis? <laughs> Babe, I've already booked us in. <laughs> um, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. You know, what about blogging tools, you yeah. might be asking? I like to blog. I love to blog. I like to blog. I like to vlog. Yes. Well, Squarespace has powerful blogging tools to share stories, photos, videos, and updates. You can categorize, you can share, and schedule to make your content work for you. Scheduling is the best. Oh. Yeah. It looks like Jess has just uploaded something, What it? but it's like 3 a.m. in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the exact time I wanted to do it in New York City, baby. Exactly. 
capture that New York market. Yeah. You mentioned vlogging as well. If you're into vlogging, you can organize your video library, showcase your content on beautiful video pages, sell access to your videos with member areas. The possibilities are endless. Now head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Henry VIII is also sometimes called the father of the Royal Navy. Because when he became king, there were five royal warships. But by the time he died, he'd built 50. Wow. So he really made... Uh, and England for a long time was... Uh, king of the sea. King of the sea, that's right. So he also built the first naval dock in Britain at Portsmouth. And in 1546, he established the Navy Board. Oh. So there you go. That's a little side note there. But back to the, the wives. During his first marriage to Catherine, Henry conducted an affair with Mary Boleyn. Catherine's lady-in-waiting, a.k.a. her PA. Okay. Personal assistant type thing. Sure. Sort of a very close and trusted person that you would hope wouldn't sleep with your husband, but there you go. Well. In 1525, as Henry grew more impatient with Catherine's, quote, inability to produce the male heir he desired. This is a, a, an ongoing thing. He would always blame them. Why can't you have a son? Why can't you have a son? He became enamoured with Mary Boleyn's sister, Anne. Mm-hmm. Anne Boleyn. Then a charismatic young woman of 25, also in the Queen's entourage. Large entourage. (laughs) Henry is 34 at this point and has been married for 16 years. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah, Yeah, they've had a good go. I didn't realise that. Anne, however, resisted his attempts to seduce her and refused to become his mistress as her sister Mary had done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Classic Anne. So then we come to... A classy dame. Hmm. She is. She is. Is Classy she an Dan. with just N or is it an E? I think no, it's just... There's an E? Double N-E. Oh. Is that what your mum's name? Correct. Your mum's named Anne Boleyn. Mm-hmm. Mm. There you go. I would have taken that over Perkins, I reckon. Yeah, big time. Jess Boleyn. Jess Boleyn. Nah, it sounds nah, What are you up to? Really just Boleyn. What about you? No, nah, I don't like it. Also Boleyn. Because how, how often do you say, hey, what are you up to? And I say, just Perkin. I don't, do I? Well... I bloody sort of that. I mean... I'd say only a handful of times a day. <laughs> but not enough to make it a significant yeah. part of your life. Yeah, yeah. Right. not to get printed on T-shirts or anything. <sighs> T-shirts. <laughs> well, if we had a T-shirt, what would it say? Probably fuck accounts. <laughs> Imagine that. You'd be walking into people and be like, why does it say that? Oh, it's a podcast to listen to from Australia. Yeah. It's, well, it's oh, this pe- whole oh, thing. People are, people it, are wearing it, it on the main streets of Akron. Oh, wow. Akron. Ark, oh. No. <laughs> it's funny that Ak-ron. I think they're saying it wrong, but we're saying it wronger. Yeah. <laughs> we're saying it wronger. <laughs> Dave, do go on. Uh, we come to the king's great matter. Henry started to panic about not having a son. Catherine, who was 40 now, was no longer to bear children by this time, mainly because the poor woman has gotten pregnant so many times. I feel terrible for her. That just can't be good for you. And she's 40, you know, 40. Henry began to believe that his marriage was cursed and sought confirmation from his Bible. He was a very religious man. Mm, which is such an idiot. Dear Bible, <laughs> right, is my marriage cursed? Please write back. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> oh, thank you, Bible. He's like holding it up. <laughs> yeah, he's doing it. Look, I can talk to the Bible. Hello. Hello, hello. it's me, Bible. Hello, Thomas. <laughs> See that? I'm not doing that. Look, I'm, look, I'm, I'm doing it. I sound like this. I don't sound like this. Look, See, that's that. Different. It's the Bible. Di- different voice. So. I'm, a, I've got a lot of talents, but not, I'm not talented <laughs> I, at voice. I'm voices. not a ventriloquist, which hasn't been invented yet. <laughs> it probably had. I don't know. 
Anyway. It's one I'll, of the oldest stars. I'll stop riffing. <laughs> just, just having a good time. So he thought his marriage was cursed. He went to the Bible, which he interpreted to say that if a man marries his brother's wife, the couple will be childless. Henry's interpretation of the biblical passage meant that their marriage had been wrong in the eyes of God. So that's why he's thinking, oh, I can't have a son, even though he has had a child with a woman. Yeah. So what he thinks he's the problem now. What? No, he thinks that the marriage is cursed sure, yeah, because yeah. he married his older brother's oh, widow. Sure, 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 yeah. Henry needed a male heir and he needed one now. So what he came to is what is referred to as the king's great matter. It's a big grater. Grates cheese on it. For pizzas and nachos. Oh, you're making me hungry. Oh, let's get some pizza after this. Which wasn't invented yet. Possibly was, I don't know. Who knows? He decided he had three realistic options for his great matter. They were... Number one. Number one. <laughs> Fuck more women. You were uh, going to say something different there, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> it was no good either way. <laughs> no, but it was a better decision yeah. to go with women. Number two. Oh, no, wait. Number one. <laughs> number one. <laughs> that was, number uh, one was Matt's made up one. Number, number one. one is uh, legitimizing his half-son, Henry Fitzroy, who's still alive at this time because he made it to 17. How do you legitimize him? Possibly marry him to, the, to his ah, daughter Mary. Sure. Or just make it up and make everyone agree that his son will be king if he dies. Cool. But actually, no, pardon me. I should have read my next sentence. Uh, <laughs> it would take the intervention of the Pope. The Pope oh. would have to say, yeah. Oh, you weren't married to the mum, but who cares? So that was up to number one. Which seems like something a Pope would do. Yeah. Number two. Number two. Marry up his daughter Mary as soon as possible, hoping for a grandson to inherit directly. Oh. But Mary was considered unlikely to conceive before Henry's death because of her age and because of his age. How old is she? Sorry. <laughs> no, well, she would have been... Like she's a, t- she's a child. Like 10 or something at this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't know how long he's going to live for. Like he, he does live another like t- 20 years, but he doesn't know doesn't that. Doesn't know that. <laughs> and option number three Number three Somehow shun his wife And marry someone younger of childbearing age And give get her to have a son Ding, 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 ding. We have a winner Number three from, I'll pick door number three, please, Gary <laughs> A very good choice, very good choice. Your Highness. That's right, you just have to shun your wife <laughs> Uh, so we approach Let Catherine. the shunning begin. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big royal ceremony. <coughs> the royal shunning. <laughs> <laughs> Bring in the royal shunning paddle. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> hey, stop. <laughs> shun her. <laughs> shun her good. Shun. Shun, 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 shun. Shun her off a cliff. <laughs> no, hey, if you want to shun your wife, you've got to do the right thing. You've got to approach her and say, hey... Can you retire to a nunnery and never be seen again? To which she said, no, God never called me to a nunnery. I am the king's true and legitimate wife. And he was like, that's not the answer I was hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I really hope you'd say... Honey. Yes. Honey. Shunny. Shunny. Please. This is the best thing for all of us. Come on. It's what I want. And I'm the fucking king. Yeah. He's the fucking king. He is. Well, <laughs> hasn't proven to be. <laughs> oh, he's fucking things left, right, and centre. But it's just, it's it just, just won't take. <laughs> it's just not working. All these women are broken. <laughs> What's the common denominator, Henry? Henry. Henry. They're all women. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I must do. <laughs> I must marry my son. <laughs> uh, so she said, I will not go away. And he did not listen and sent his secretary to the Pope. Pope Clement the Seventh, 
in the hope of having his marriage to Catherine annulled. He argued... After 16 years. Yeah, oh, we were drunk. We were in oh Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> well, his argument being that uh, the marriage acted contrary to Leviticus 20.21, which is the biblical passage that he interpreted. And he said, look at that. Look at that, Pope. Read it and weep. Read it and weep. Four aces. <laughs> Fifth up the sleeve. <laughs> He's like, that's the thing that said you shouldn't marry your brother, brother's wife, so that doesn't count. The Pope... Didn't go for it. Great. He sorted the bullshit. Probably because there's probably about 500 other things in the Bible that go against that. You can't just... I, I notice a, a lot throughout history, people pick and choose. They're like, no, nah, no, nah, look at this. And mm. it's like, what about these 10 things? No, 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 but look at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is on page two. Yeah. Mm? Don't worry about page 47. This is the one I agree two. with. Yeah, yeah exactly. One. And I'm the king. Yeah. yeah. And he's a classical court with a representative of the Pope, which is just like a Christian court, mm-hmm. was set up to appease Henry in England with a representative of the Pope there. Both Henry and Catherine attended. Oh, good. Date night. (laughs) Date night to the court where I'm trying to shun you. (laughs) Should we take two cars or one? I don't know. What do you reckon? Maybe this is our chance. Maybe this could be the night we rekindle things. We just needed time. Just one on one time. Away from all the kids. Oh, fuck. It's like, my client, Henry, would like to divorce his wife. That's you. That's you. I hate you. Oh, I don't like you. <laughs> I know we're cool, but you are broken. You are broken. <laughs> Something inside Some... you is not working. With the the boy machine's broken. Your boy jeans down. Because <laughs> of the curse. The curse. <laughs> the Pharaoh's curse. Uh, this this court has actually seen more of a show on Clement's behalf, just trying to make Henry feel a bit better about it. Because after two months, which is still a long time to me, it was called off. The Pope and the court were probably under a lot of pressure from the very powerful Emperor Charles V, who's the ruler of Spain, and uh, he's Catherine's nephew. So he was probably in the ear of the, the Pope going, don't shun my aunt. Mm. I'll do that. Which is nice to have a, your nephew yeah. in your court. Yeah. Uh, with the chance for an annulment lost, and England's place in Europe now looking a bit fucked because uh, he's trying to divorce this Spanish woman, and they're like, hey, why are you doing that? Is that the historical term? Is it a bit fucked? A bit fu- I did take this from historicalwords.com. Hashtag bit fucked. <laughs> I reckon that there'll be a lot of things that come up. Right? Yeah, probably. Cardinal Wolsey. Great name. Great name. Cardinal Wolsey, who was until, Wolsey. This, until this point Henry's right-hand man, he bore the blame. Henry was like, well, I asked you to try and get me a divorce, and you didn't. It was rumoured that Wolsey had had a secret plot to have Anne Boleyn, who is Henry's mm-hmm. interest, forced into exile and began talking to the Pope behind his back. So Henry was like, I'm arresting you for treason. And he probably would have been executed, but he died of natural causes. Sure he did. Yeah. Henry's fist. <laughs> Henry's fist yeah. to the face. He died of natural poison. <laughs> I got it from a bush. <laughs> it's natural. <laughs> I got it from a bush. A bush. I saw, yeah. saw Look, this bush down a dark alleyway. I'm like, God, I got some poison for you. Where'd you get it, bush? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, then we have a. Cu- Thomas getting too dumb. Got a couple of Thomases. Sir Thomas More, famous man, took on the role of Lord Chancellor and Chief Minister, and Sir Thomas Cramner was given the role of Archbishop of Canterbury. Cramner, not as good as More. Thomas More. Thomas More is better. Good, both good job titles though. Oh, yeah. yeah, so both very, very powerful men. So these are some of the right-hand and left-hand men I'm talking about. What's the difference between a right-hand and a left-hand man? Well, one's right-handed and one's left-handed. Gotcha. Well, that does seem obvious. But Jesse's our resident hand expert on the podcast. Yeah, uh, so, so I, am, I am by default your left-hand man. Okay. Uh, 
Dave is your right hand, uh, gotcha. but you are also Dave's right hand. Okay. But I am both of your left hand. Right. Problem is, you are both my right hand. Oh, okay, fuck. right. So. But your right hand man. Yeah. Which in turn, because if you've got two on the right, the it does, it sort of counteracts having to have somebody on the left. Right. So we're, we're cool. We're cool. Oh, it all balances out. Why yeah. does Danny DeVito's leg factor into all of this? Oh, Dave, if I have to explain. I mean... Sorry. I don't want to dumb it down. I'm... <laughs> Good heavens. Just thinking of the listeners. Let's just get through the topic and I'll explain over We lunch. are on wife one of six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. No. Well, don't worry. This is the big wife. They couldn't possibly all last for 16 years. He's still alive. He's still marrying. He's Kim still Kardashian's going. fourth husband. <laughs> uh, so, nah, she and Kanye will last. Pope has said no. Uh, 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 uh. Bad king. <laughs> Naughty. But he it, hit him on the nose yeah. with a newspaper. Ow. Stop it. Henry would not take no for an answer. And a year later, Catherine was banished from the court, kicked out of the kingdom. And her room rooms were given to Anne. Oh. Bye, Ka- who is, remember, one of her yeah. right-hand women. Yeah. Bye, Catherine. But I'll take this. I'll take all your at, stuff. At this stage, who's more powerful? Who would be seen more powerful in the English public? The Pope or the King? Well, so the, the King is in charge of the country, but the Pope is in charge of their Catholicism, their whole religion across all of Europe. Mm. Yeah. So, so it ve- feels like the Pope's yeah, kind of the... It's a very... Most kings would stop now. Yeah. But not Henry. Right. Yeah, most kings... Okay, yeah. you're the Pope, you're the top dog. But, uh, but I mean... Henry's like, nah. Remember, he wasn't trained as a king, so he doesn't give a fuck about diplomacy. Right. But I'm thinking, like, down down the public, you know, the paupers and stuff. What are they... Are they, like... Probably just struggling to survive. Struggling to survive. Not too fussed Option about three. it. Gotcha. Yeah. Not too worried Not too about worried. the king and his divorce or not divorce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Like They're a, just trying to feed themselves. Okay. Yeah. It's like asking people in Haiti, what do you think about Trump being elected? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's it's, fair. I'm just trying to survive. I think that's what the poor people are doing. That interesting, interesting. So uh, now we've got Anne. So she's moved in. She's born between fifteen oh one and fifteen oh seven. Records were not so good back then. Annie, that's quite a gap. I know. Nah. I think she was lying about her age. Oh well, she we all to look young. We all do. <laughs> yeah. Are you of childbearing age? You look old. I'm thirteen. You look about sixty-five. <laughs> thirteen. Uh, she was the Marquis of Pembroke in her own right. Her father was a diplomat who knew many languages, and his her father was close with Henry the Seventh, Henry's dad. So oh. they all know each other. They're all, they're all moving in the same circles. Yeah, blah, sure. blah, blah. Henry, there's Henry the the king, Henry the Eighth. Now forty one, and now thirty two, or thereabouts, sure. or twenty five, or thirty seven. Okay, <laughs> somewhere in there. They went through a secret wedding service. She soon became pregnant, and there was a second wedding service, a public one, in London, January fifteen thirty three. But she was like. At seven months pregnant at the time, and she went for one of those mini dress styles, so it's just like ballooned off. Yeah, it was really, it was really cool. She looked great. Would you, would you call it cute? A cute ensemble. So cute. Oh my god, so cute. Henry, remember, so the the Pope has said no to this. Henry needed an, an excuse to break break away from the perp. The, the perp. From the perp. <laughs> the perp. <laughs> it was the head of the church. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas from, from the, the perp. <laughs> we have the official perp of the message. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. From Pope Benedict the Seventh. Um, he tra- um anyway. <laughs> he, so Henry challenged the Pope's papal supremacy. Pepeu. And over over four years, Pepeu. instituted a number of statutes that dealt with the relationship between the King and the Pope, and hence changed the structure of the Church of England. 
So Henry, who until this point was a very religious man, decided that he would be the, the head of the Church of England and that the Pope no longer mattered. The Pope could fuck oh, off, <laughs> said King Henry. Not us, obviously. We obviously respect the Pope. The yeah. Pip. <laughs> the Pip. Uh, Thomas Cramner, one of the right-hand men I said before, he sat in a judgment in, at a special court convened to rule on the v- validity of the king's marriage to Catherine of Aragon, and he declared that their marriage was null and void because of the brother thing. Like, you married you married his brother... Because this... of the... Whatever the king says. Yeah. yeah. Did he say... What did, which one what, did you want again? Which one? Yeah. Option A or B? Which... I don't know. I, I print, I'll do it. I Should I just sign it here? What, what bullshit excuse are we coming up with? <laughs> oh, cool. All right, done. So, null and void. Five days later, Cramner declared the marriage of Henry and Anne to be valid. Yay! No, no, no. no. This one's real. Yeah. This one. This one. Has he ever married your brother? No. You're in. No, it's my brother. It's the number one rule. It's oh, marriage. Oh, can't. You know. Yeah. You fuck, can't. fuck the poop. Fuck the poop. <laughs> fuck the poop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever he wanted to do on his wedding night, it's up to them. And he could do that anywhere he wanted to. I think to. I'm starting to understand why he hasn't had many children. <laughs> He's been going up the poop. <laughs> He's been fucking the poop. <laughs> Catherine was formally stripped of her title as queen, becoming instead Princess Dowager. Dowager. Because as, and she's given that title because she's the widow of Arthur, even though she married him 20, for 20 weeks, 25 years ago. What? She's now known as the widow of the first brother. Oh. The queen, this is Queen Anne Boleyn, gave birth to a daughter. No! The child was christened Elizabeth, in honorary of Henry's mother, Elizabeth of York. Henry was disappointed that it was a daughter, but he wouldn't know that this baby would grow up to be Queen Elizabeth I, who would reign for 45 years. Far out. Far out. So he, had, he was like, oh, another daughter. Not knowing that she would be one of the most successful and famous queen in their country's history. Wow. So, was, yeah, did, why, so why is it so important that it's a son? So it's a king, so it can... But, but his daughter's the queen, so what... Because it's more likely that if you have just a daughter, that someone like your cousin can oh, be like, oh, swoop in. Yeah, can be like, oh, well, dude. I've got a son, and he's the nephew of the king. Right. Or the great yeah. grand nephew, like, they're often very... But, and do you know why that didn't happen in this case? Uh, I will get to the what happens after he dies. Sorry, yeah. mate, skipping no, ahead. Like an absolute fuckhead. No, it's Fuckhead. Fuckhead, sorry, Jess. Fuckhead, he always pronounces it wrong. Fuckhead. Fuckhead. And also, you're thinking Language too, warning, please. too uh, modern and progressive in like what's wrong with having a daughter. You know, back then, yuck. Oh, no. Swine people. Well, I mean, even now. Even now. Ugh. I remember uh, your parents gave me a call when they found out the news, and they were not happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was young and confused with the call, but <laughs> I did see their point. I mean, it was the... You weren't that young, It was the you? late 80s. You weren't that... No, it wasn't. Wait, when were you... 90. 90. But you were, they would have found out they were having a girl in the late 80s. Nah. Not back then. Science hadn't developed. No, I was born sort of late 90. So they, they were when's pregnant your, in when's January. When's your birth month? Very end of August. Very end of August. Correct. I knew that. I was just double checking you remembered. The, my, own, my own, you didn't know what year or month I was born in. Don't we talk about it every week? Like we so often. So often. I'm obnoxious about it. Anywho. I'm sorry I've hurt your feelings there, Jess. No, it's fine. Say it in your face and your body language. And the fact that I'm just flipping you the bird. <laughs> yeah, that's another indicator that. for me. There's that. <laughs> and then Anne, the marriage was declared officially legitimate. 
And then they passed the Act of Supremacy in 1534. This is one. The Parliament also recognised the king's status as the head of the Church of England. And in 1534, also, the Act in Restraint of Appeals abolished the right of appeal to Rome. So usually you, you could challenge and be like, oh, I'm actually going to double-check with the Pope on this. Ah. But they cut that off, so it stops with Henry every time. Great. That's fun. Who would, yeah, who would they have double-checked with? The Archbishop, uh, the, what are they, what's the new cardinal? The Archbishop of Canterbury. That's it. So that's the top bishop, but they would go above them to the Pope. Straight so the to Pope the Pope. Could, could but the Pope's not involved anymore. Yeah, they've cut him out. They've said, you can't go talk to the Pope My anymore. Pope. So I'm, I'm the top. King's yep. word is done. That's, Which is, that's smart play. It's funny that he's done this for just for marriage reasons. Yeah. But it's also made him incredibly powerful. It's pr- yeah, it's so strange. It's crazy. Like, he did yeah. it just for a marriage, but now he can do anything he likes. Like, why is he so obsessed with having a son? That's really ultimately what it's all come down to. What it's come down to. It's so funny because you're dead son. by the time they're king anyway. Who cares? Who cares? You're dead. But he thinks he'd be dead and also, like, some in the clouds looking down, I guess. And being like, no, oh, no, I wish I had a son. I wish I did more. Wish I changed well. all the rules and... Well, did you say he's worried that he won't get to heaven? Because what has effectively has happened here is that England has broken away from the Roman Catholic Church and the Pope, split them up. And this whole time, Henry has been worried that the Pope would excommunicate him and bar his soul from getting to heaven because he's got that power as the Pope. So, Henry placed himself as the head of the Church. So, in that sense... In his own eyes, the divorce is legal, so he's just given himself permission to go to heaven. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, well, now the Pope doesn't matter because of the like God respects the law that I just passed. That I made up. Brilliant. Yeah. God's working through me. All, everything all, I do is because of God. It's all about justifying. He agrees with these things. Brilliant. It's all about justifying everything. So, I love it. So, you must deep down understand that that is not how it would I work. I don't think he does deep down understand anything. <laughs> I think he's a bit of a nutcase. Uh, many well-funded monasteries were dissolved, and over the next four years, 800 monasteries were disbanded and their lands and treasure taken for the crown. Their treasure? So it's also made him very rich. Not their treasure. They've taken the treasure. How did he find the treasure? With a map and a bird on his shoulder. Arr. He's also a pirate now. He really, he's done it all. He's done it all. He's one of the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like a modern-day Dave Warnicky, mm-hmm. or a, a, not a modern-day one. Dave Warnicky is like a modern-day... Dave Warnicky. There we go. King Henry's like a olden day yep. Warnicky. Glad we cleared that up. Thank you. Uh, the king and queen, so this is Anne Boleyn, were not pleased with married life. The royal couple enjoyed periods of calm and affection, but Anne refused to play the submissive role expected of her because she's very intellectual and like before she was like he was it was all about the chase and she's like no 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 but now he's like all right you're my wife you do what I say now and she's like no I'm still pretty independent. Yep. He doesn't like that. The chase is fun. Yeah. Isn't it? When you're like, oh, go on. And they're like, no. And you're Please. like, ah, come mm-hmm. on, let's go. And she, they say, no, stop it. And you go, oh, she's being coy. And she's, I'm not being coy. I'm not interested. Please leave me alone. Oh, oh. what a tease. Yeah, now nah, romance is good. <laughs> After a miscarriage in 1534, he saw her failure to give him a son as a personal betrayal. <laughs> As early as Christmas that year, Henry was discussing with Thomas Cramner and Thomas Cromwell the chances of leaving Anne without having to return to Catherine. So he was worried that if he leaves Anne, everyone would be like, well, now you have to go back to your, your first wife. What a weird rule that would be. Like, no, no. Sure. <laughs> Why would you? Why? Uh, and there was, at this time, there was also a bit of opposition to the king's changes to the church, but these were all quickly suppressed. So a few people had, a, there was a bit of rioting, a bit of things, but he sorted that out. He made that go away. He made it go away. 
Killed some people. Yep. Pretty mm. much. <laughs> Killed some Clarences. <laughs> On in January fifteen thirty six, news reached the king and the queen that Catherine of Aragon, the former queen, had died. Henry called for public displays of joy regarding <gasps> Catherine's death. What a prick! <laughs> that was just bizarre. Or maybe it was a celebration of her life. Imagine being know. Mary, right? And so you're like, you're mourning your mother's death, and your dad's like, do 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 do. Tequila. He's going, he's going, ding dong, the witch is dead. Like that's awful. It's like tequila on the top of the castle. <laughs> <laughs> He's loving it. Da, I da, took da, my da, love da, down da. to Baker Street. Yeah! <laughs> Shots on me! <laughs> That's so mean. She at didn't this, do anything. At this time, Queen... Well, it's the problem, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> well, at this time, the Queen, Anne, was pregnant again. She was aware of the consequences if she failed to give birth to a son. Oh, what a stressful way to have a pregnancy. Later that month, the King was unhorsed in a, t- a jousting tournament and was badly injured, and it seemed for a, a time that he may die. When news of this accident reached the Queen, Queen Anne, she was sent into shock and miscarried a male child. <gasps> this is also the day of Catherine's funeral. Oh, what a day. So mixed, mixed emotions. He's celebrating. Is he still he's celebrating? No, he's really still, upset. Still plan to kill an hour, fuckhead. <laughs> he's finally like yeah, and a somber version of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Musical genius. Tequila. (laughs) Some early signs of a fall from grace for Anne were the king's new mistress. New mistress. Mistress. (laughs) I would like to introduce you to my mistress. Hello, Pip. Uh, He had his new mistress. I'm not doing it on purpose, I swear. <laughs> Try his again. His new mistress. There we go. The 28-year-old Jane Seymour Jane. Moved, moved into his new quarters. Ah, Dr. Quinn Medicine. <laughs> is, that, is that right? <laughs> Jane Seymour, isn't she? Yeah, is that a, isn't her name Quinn? Oh, no, good point. No, the actor, you <laughs> moron. Oh, sorry. I was like, it's not Dr. Seymour Medicine. <laughs> he more. <laughs> I was thinking it had to rhyme, but Quinn and, wo- and Medicine Woman doesn't rhyme at all. <laughs> Uh, between April 30th and May 2nd, five men, including Anne's brother, were arrested on charges of treasonable adultery and accused of having sexual relationships with the Queen. Queen's, Queen Anne's own brother, George Boleyn, was arrested on charges of incest Yuck. and treason. Oh, George. Wait, what? Did That just came out of nowhere or were yeah. you leading up to that somehow? So, he's got his new mistress. Mis- mistress. He's got a new mistress, so he wants to Jane fuck off Anne. moved in. Anne has miscarried for the last time, so now he's got to pretend that she's been cheating on him this whole time to get rid of her. So he's like, she's, oh. look at all these men she's been sleeping with, including her brother. Including her brother. Yeah, and I was Gross. Trying, trying to turn the public against her. Like, right. oh, look, she's even cheated just, on her brother. Just in, yeah, just in case any of them were like, well, you know, that's, you know. I mean, you've been doing yeah, that a but lot the, But well. her brother, oh, yeah. You forget, he's the king. Oh, I did oh. forget that, but she is the queen. Oh. Ooh, which means nothing. Yeah. Uh, right. Anne was also arrested and accused of this adultery and incest. Although the evidence against it was unconvincing, the accused were found guilty and condemned to death. That would be the worst. Incest would usually result... Death? Yeah, it would be. For like a for crime you, you didn't done. commit. Yeah, it would be bad. And, and for 
You didn't have to point that out. Everybody picked up that that's a bad thing. And your friends and brother have to die too. Yeah, it's it's oh, awful. I mean, if you think about it, Jess, this is not a good oh, thing to have God, happened to I don't to you. have to think about I, it. Let me just put a slight glass half full on this. Okay. If you're convicted of incest at the time, women are traditionally burnt to death. But he decided that he would instead chop her head off. Sweet. A much nicer way to Which nice, is nicer, quick death. But... Wait. Wait, not with an axe, with a sword. He hired an expert swordsman from France to come over to perform the execution. God. So a good guy. Wait, you burnt, you you get burnt to death, but he wasn't he trying to force a marriage between a half brother and sister or something? Yeah. Oh, he's fucked. And the, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he tried they to marry their him. relatives all the time in the royalty thing. But he's the king, and Roy- they're not. Oh, fuck. So what he's if he says it's gross, it's gross. If he yeah. says it's fine, it's fine. Exactly. This yes, one is a yuck one. This is a oh, yuck okay. one because it's not okay. a king one. Yeah, it's a yuck one because he it works in his favour if it's a yuck one. I think I'm starting to get this. Yuck one is fun to say. It sounds like a cool city. <laughs> you guys going down to yuck one for the weekend? Yuck one, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> yuck, that's probably accurate. Yuck one. Uh, she gave a very dignified speech before her death, said a prayer, and was executed in one stroke. Oof. Which at the time is a real blessing, because sometimes it would take a lot. Oh, do you reckon, no. okay, do you reckon if to, it's a sword, so to cut off a head in one strike is like, is that a really sharp sword or oh, a yeah. really hard hit? I'd say a combination of both. Interesting. Hmm. He was an expert. Do go on. Uh, she was buried in an unmarked grave. Oh, come on. A skeleton was later identified during renovations of the St. Peter Vernicular Chapel during the reign of Queen Victoria, and uh, her resting place is now marked in the marble floor. Oh, that's So, nice. Queen Victoria paid her some respect. The day after Anne's execution in 1536, the 45-year-old Henry became, became engaged to Jane Seymour. She had also been one of the Queen's ladies-in-waiting, so now he's married the right-hand woman of his first wife's right-hand woman. Great. He's stretching, he's stretching the woman. He doesn't, oh, he doesn't really he doesn't go far to find new women, you know? He's like, nah, who's he new? You'll do. He turns his head by like two yeah, degrees. Like, yeah. how, about the, how about the woman on your left? She's all right. Yeah, done. They were married ten days later. Ten days? That's hardly enough time to plan 15, a wedding. 1537. <laughs> Never get that to laugh. <laughs> but by this time, Henry oh, is man. Henry is legit an expert at organising weddings. Oh, true. He's, he's probably ju- he's probably got like a wedding team. Oh, full time, full time wedding full-time. team. They they just they just wait. It's like this, they're like the Sydney Harbour Bridge painting team. By the time they get to the end, <laughs> they're they gonna start, start again. again. <laughs> That's a myth, apparently. But it's still fun to say. <laughs> Uh, in October 1537, Jane gave birth to a son. No. Prince Edward. Future King Edward VI. The birth was difficult, however, and the Queen died from an infection a few days later. Oh, no. So he didn't have to kill that one. So <laughs> the first few days, he was super excited because he'd had a son. And yep. then suddenly he was really upset because a woman that gave him a son, love of his life in his eyes, sure, suddenly died. Temporary love of his life died. So... He was very. But he didn't have to get that French guy back with the sword, so that's good. You that's, know, that saves a bit. That saves a bit of, nice. of cash, bit of cash money. You know. At the time, Henry recovered quickly from the shock. Of course, he did. Measures were immediately put in place to find another wife for Henry. Of course, they were. Henry wants a wife. They called it. They auditioned millions of women across the world. Wow. Yeah, I'm sure there'd be lots of people putting their hands up. Yeah, yeah. They just looked at the other ones and gone. All right, exiled, shunned, murdered, died in childbirth. I'll give this a go. I'll give it a crack. 
I'll, I can change him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the winner was named Anne of Cleves. Another Anne. Loves his Anne. Henry. <laughs> He's got a type. He's got a type. <laughs> Henry VIII began to, uh, and a fear, to fear an attack on his kingdom, so it was su- suggested that he marry Anne, Anne of Cleves, the 25-year-old sister of the Duke of Cleves, who was seen as an important ally in case of the Roman Catholic Church attacking England. So remember, he's quit the church. He's worried they're oh, going to sure. retaliate and like try and kill him. So he's like, well, if I marry this lady, she's pretty close to the church. Also, I'll get a wife. Great. Win-win. Win-win, baby. Henry, <laughs> Henry having never seen the girl, had a painter, uh, <laughs> paint a portrait of her, and it's speculated that he painted her in quite a flattering light. <laughs> After seeing the portrait... And urged on by complimentary description by one of his friends, the 49-year-old agreed to marry Anne. However, it was not long before Henry wished to annul the marriage so he could marry someone else. Aww. So she was an uggo. Aww. That's mean. So he thought Henry s- thought someone was an uggo. Yeah, and he, so he's, he's definitely fat by this Hello, time. Hello, It's Kettle. <laughs> You're black. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Uh, he didn't have to kill this one. Uh, because it was argued that they had not consummated the marriage, so it technically wasn't a real marriage. Because she was an she Argo. She was an Argo. Couldn't even... Do you think I would have consummated this? <laughs> yeah. On the divorce papers, reason, Argo. <laughs> reason, here's a, here's a picture. Here's a photo. <laughs> reason, see wife. <laughs> <laughs> Look up from paper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good call. Plus, Good call. I can't see my dick anymore. Um, it's pretty hard to consummate anything these days, to be honest. But I'm going to let you know that... Because I'm fat. And... <laughs> Anna Cleves got the best deal out of any of the wives. So she didn't have to have sex with Henry, the, who's horrible and obese by now. That is a win. She didn't get murdered. She didn't die in childbirth. Great. And uh, she got a title, the title of the king's sister, referred to as the king's beloved sister. She got two houses and a general allowance. The king's she, sister. It's weird, isn't it? That's fucked. But you get a sweet allowance that you can live on forever and you never had to have sex with the fat guy. So good. So she, out of all the wives, it's not really about well. him being she, she fat, Dave. It's yeah, about him being an awful person. I know. I've, I'm starting to feel bad about body shaming. It's not the fat thing that's a problem. I'm, I apologise for everything it's, I've he's said. He's a so disgusting far, human. He's a disgusting human inside. Who happens to be fat? <laughs> Who happens to be disgusting yeah. outside? Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Because he because he kills with his outside bits. Yeah. He kills. He has suffocated many women in his folds. Oh, Dave, that's not that's not fair. I mean, I I don't think that's that's very nice. I, I haven't apologised yet, and I refuse to. <laughs> I'm a thin, arrogant man. <laughs> <laughs> it was soon clear that Henry had fallen. So he's had four wives so far. We've had four. We're into four. It was soon clear that Henry had fallen for the 17-year-old Catherine Howard. Oh, that is that's a gap. Yeah. She was the niece of the Duke of Norfolk, and although she had good lineage, she was very poor. Mainly because her father was one of 21 children and she was one of 10. So not enough money to go around. How old's he at this stage? Sorry. About 50. Right. So the general rule is, I think we're all aware, the rule is like the youngest that you can date is half your age plus seven. Right. So he's 50. So that's 32. 32 should be the youngest. Well, so she's 17. 17. She's younger than his daughter, Mary. Yeah, that's fucked. One thing about her, though, Dave, is how about her breeding genes? Mm. She's mm. she's from she's one of ten, and her dad's one of twenty one. That I hadn't really thought of it. Yeah, maybe he's looked at that and thought, you, "You're gonna have a son." Yeah, you've you, got it. You're gonna yeah. have 
many options. What some of these are going to be sons because you you can do it. You can produce. You can do it. You got good breeding genes. Breeding genes. Get your breeding genes on. We got job. We got jobs to do. <laughs> we got um, we got boys to create. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Cron- Cromwell, one of the Thomases, he got a bit too big for his boots. Henry thought he was uh, getting a bit too powerful, so he was. Off. Yep, sure. Treason. And on the day he was executed, Henry married his young wife, Catherine Howard. Yay. Congratulations, Catherine. She was a first cousin and lady-in-waiting of Anne Boleyn, the there second wife. Go. So they're all a lady-in-waiting of a previous wife. He's always... They, get th- out, it does feel like that. They were all ladies-in-waiting. Th- for him. For they were waiting yeah. for him. <laughs> he was absolutely delighted with his new queen and awarded her the lands of Cromwell, the man he just chopped his head off, and gave cool. her a vast... Hey, remember that guy that wasn't my best friend? I don't like him anymore. You can have his land because I just killed him. There you go, toots. It's so weird to give your wife lands. It's like, I mean, we live in the same house. Yeah. You can yeah. have those lands. That's I rarely, all yours. I rarely travel without you, so. Uh, the marriage and the honeymoon phase was short-lived as it was alleged oh, that she no. was an adulterer. What? She's 17. It was said that she She's had... not even an adult. <laughs> so true. It was alleged that she had a previous relationship. And also had an affair whilst married to Henry. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, she, she, she met someone that she liked. It was age appropriate. Yeah, I imagine that. It feels a bit like Titanic, where she's poor. I've been told to marry the rich one, but then she falls in yeah. love with someone else, a poor person. Sure. Uh, the king, who was infatuated, refused to believe it. Although... The, uh, the previous relationship... La, 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 not yeah. listening. No, no, no. La, 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 my wife loves me heaps. Sort of bury his face in his folds. <laughs> Can't hear anything under folds. <laughs> um, Derriham, who was the like, person she apparently had already had a relationship with, confessed. Uh, they had a, a meeting of a council before Henry believed the accusations, and he went into a rage, blaming the council. Then he went off hunting to clear his head. And then he came back and uh, decided that it was treason, and it was punishable by death for a queen consort to fail to dis- disclose her sexual history to the king within 20 days of their marriage. Okay, that's a bullshit so, rule. It's probably, the fine print, it's probably right. day 19 or something. Day 19. Done. Hang on. Far out. When questioned, the queen could have admitted a prior uh, co- uh, contract to marry Derriham, which means that, oh, no, I was engaged to him, which would have made her subsequent marriage to Harry, Henry invalid, but she would get to live. But she instead claimed that Derriham had forced her into a relationship which exposed her and made her eligible for execution. Oh, my God. Oh, good. She's eligible for execution. Yeah. Eligible's <laughs> not a word that we want to use there. Eligible is a good thing. Is it? Well, yeah, because you'd be eligible for a, a bonus. Ba- eligible for a Bachelor of Arts. Exactly. <laughs> eligible for execution. Hey, congratulations. You're eligible Was for aware- execution. Uh, uh, I accept before I hear the offer. Oh, no. <laughs> Shit. Oh. Was she aware of, of that? That she was putting herself. Well, in no, because they made up that rule after she yeah. talked. I, I, I imagine right. that they probably would have bent the rules either way. Yeah. So uh, that is awful. If you, you know, bring a a child into your weird sex marriage life Oof. thing, and then go, uh, that's fucked. Yep. I mean, it's all been fucked. Mm-hmm. But this one feels maybe worse than the rest. Yeah. Well, I'll read this sentence. The night before her execution, Catherine is believed to have spent many hours practicing how to lay her head upon the block, which she had been brought into her cell at her request. 
That's fucked. She made a speech describing her punishment as worthy and just and asked for mercy for her family and prayers for her soul. According to popular folklore... Folklore. Folklore. Folklore from the poop. Her final words were, I die a queen, but I would have rather died the wife of Culpeper, is the one that she apparently had an affair with. But that's uncorroborated. But it sounds good. It does sound good. All right, so we've got five wives, one to go. Henry married his last wife, the wealthy widow, Catherine Parr. Another fucking Catherine. July, this is the third Catherine. Three of six are called Catherine. Jesus. They spell them different ways. Oh, do they? Mm, well, that's one, interesting. One with a K, two with a C. Yep. Uh, the wealthy widow, Catherine Parr, July 1543. She had been widowed twice, so Henry was her third husband, and she was 31 years old. Henry, 52. Okay, well, he's getting closer to that that lower barrier, but still he's not quite there. I think there. he's just... Doesn't oh, no, that's... Oh, it's no, it's got to be 33 now. Half, yeah. Half plus seven half is 33. Half plus seven, yeah. So, yeah, she's... Cl- I mean, I would say close enough. That's fine. Well, what's the point of having the rule if you're going to bend it? Well... Interesting question, Jeff. That is an interesting question. You would not make a good king. Well, actually, no, you would make a good king. You, look at, a, you look at a rule and go, fuck the rule, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the rule. Uh, Catherine Parr helped reconcile Henry with his daughters, Mary and Elizabeth, who by this time... Probably didn't like their dad very much anymore. Probably not. Because one of them chopped their mum's head off. Later in life, Henry became obese, as I'd already said, and his waist measured 54 inches or 140 centimetres. He had to be moved about with the help of mechanical inventions. Oh, my God. But, hey... That's amazing for 500 years I was going to say, yeah. It's amazing that they had to develop technology to help him. Because it's funny how bad things often bring technology forward. Like war, a lot of lot of good inventions have come out of war. That's true. Yeah, and uh, in that case, a lot of good inventions have come out of gluttony. He was covered with painful, pus-filled boils. Oh. Possibly suffered from gout. His obesity and other medical problems can be traced from the jousting accident that he had because he had a, a horrible leg wound, which apparently reopened. That's convenient, isn't it? And doctors found it difficult to treat as he got older. It's just syphilis. The wound, the wound would fester for the remainder of Ew. his life. And it prevented him from maintaining the level of physical, physical activity he had previously enjoyed. So I think that's why he's getting fatter and fatter, because his whole life he's been pretty fit. Right. And now he's eating the same amount, but doing a lot less exercise. Sure. The jousting accident is also thought to have caused Henry mood swings, which may have had a dramatic effect on his personality and temperament. But I can't see that in any of the texts I've read. No. Do you think that he seems like he's moody? No, I don't think so. I think he seems pretty mellow. Uh, Obesity hastened Henry's death, and he died at the age of 55 on January 28th, 1547, in the Palace of Whitehall. It would have been his father's 90th birthday. His allegedly last words were, Monks, monks, monks. (laughs) There you go. What? Monks, monks, monks. Possibly talking about monks because he was you know, worried about all the church stuff. Catherine Parr, his wife, outlived him by one year and married a fourth time. Of course she did. Then we... Uh, I'll just finish with the succession. She, she lived one more year, but it still found time. She had time. She does not muck around. Four, four, she was trying to beat her husband's record. So she lived to 30, 30 something. In yeah, her, mid, her mid to late four. 30s. Oh, yeah, yeah that's not, that's Good not very old that's either. Not a, bad, not a bad effort. You'll be lucky to get there. Is that a threat? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. After his, <laughs> after his death, so this is what happens afterwards, Henry's only legitimate son, Edward, inherited the crown. and He became Edward VI. 
Edward was only nine years old at the time, so he could not exercise actual power, and uh, he became ill and died at age 15. Oh, no. Then Lady Jane Grey Edwards, his, sorry, Lady Jane Grey Edwards' cousin, was queen for nine days before Mary I, whose Bloody Mary stepped in and took over and claimed the throne. What? Got rid of Lady Jane. She reigned for five years as Bloody Mary, burning people left, right and centre. Awesome. Then when she died, her half-sister, Elizabeth I, took over and reigned for 45 years. Wow. But she's uh, referred to as the Virgin Queen and never had any children. Ah. So that's the end of the Tudors? End of the Tudors. And then uh, the king after that is uh, James I. Scots? Yeah. The James one Stewart. Is that his surname? I think so. He's my great, 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 son. Great. Cool. Yeah. My middle name's James. I know. Matthew James Stewart, King of the Scots or mm. whatever. No, that's not what he was called, is it? What was he called? King Dick. Something like that. Who King Dick? James I. Yeah. He was also called James VI because he was the King of Scotland and England's the first one to put it all together. Hmm. We d- we've, d- we've done some stuff. You Stewie boys? Yeah. No big deal. Hmm. So, before we wrap up, just a recap of everything that has just happened. These are the six wives. First one, Catherine of Aragon divorced. Mother of Mary the First, married for 24 years. So mm-hmm. You married for 24 years, and then within 10 years, he had five, the next five. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, midlife crisis. <laughs> oh, I have some few wives. That makes sense. Some people yeah. buy Porsches, I buy wives. My dad got a motorbike. Did he really? Yeah. Did he still ride it? Yeah, all the time. What he, kind of motorbike? I don't know. Yamaha something. He was like so pissed at my brother when my brother got a motorbike. Um, and my dad was like, not under my roof. You're not getting one of those. That's not safe. Hey, what uh, what uh, sort of mileage has that got? And then he jumped on, had a little spin, and then like a year later had his own motorbike. And did your brother still ride too? <laughs> yeah. They go riding together. It's very cute. That is great. Yep. Uh, wife number two, Anne Boleyn, beheaded. Mother of Elizabeth I. Oof. Wife number three, Jane Seymour, died after giving birth to Edward VI. Number four, Anne of Cleves, quickly divorced. But I will say... She outlived everyone. Yeah, she's still alive. She is still wow. going. She is the Queen's mother's mother's mother. Yep. Smother. 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 No, she died. She was smothered. <laughs> wife number five, Catherine Howard, the young one, executed. Mm-hmm. And wife number six, Catherine Parr, widowed, but they wouldn't marry a fourth time. Now, a common way to remember the fates of Henry's uh, uh, consorts or wives, there's, there's a rhyme. It's uh, King Henry VIII. To six, six wives he was wedded, one died, one survived, two divorced, two beheaded. Ah. But I prefer this one, which is, so you can remember in order, it goes, divorced, beheaded, died, divorced, beheaded, survived. Ah, fun. <laughs> divorced, beheaded, died, divorced, beheaded, survived. It, it actually will stick in here, I reckon. It might do, yeah. So there you go, Christian. I did your topic, mate. And I hope I did you proud. That is the six wives of Henry VIII. Wow. Thank you. We don't usually clap, but I appreciate well, it. Well, Matt started it and I felt you deserved it. That was very interesting. and It's crazy, isn't it? It's I, insane. I knew a bit about that because my mum is very big on English history and she can name all the kings and queens in order and all that kind of thing. Awesome. But I didn't realise that he was married to the first wife for you know, Such close, a long time. close to 25 years. Yeah. I thought it was like... Got sick of them straight away. Next, and they seemed okay. Like they were, they seemed to have a fairly good life. It was just the baby making thing. You would think that you were pretty safe, wouldn't you? Twenty four years. Yeah, Mm. yeah. I don't think anybody goes into a marriage thinking, "Well, I could die here." Like, you know, Mm. 
I hope you don't. If you do, reevaluate your priorities, yeah, I reckon. it. No good. That was great, Dave. Well done. Thank you, guys. I had a good time researching that as I often do. Mm. Uh, such a nerd. I'm such a nerd. Uh, but we've got to say thank you to all the Patreon supporters who are the ones that have brought you this episode. We also, quick side note, we hope that you have by now received your Christmas cards. Yes. If not... If you are overseas, it might take a long time because the Australia Post, which is our National Postal Service, has been having a lot of issues for Christmas this year. Have you oh, heard about no- that in the news? They're notoriously crap anyway, but... Um, Christmas time especially. So people big lines, people complaining about parcels not being delivered, that kind of stuff. So hopefully we promise we did send them, we promise. They're we on their way. We have had we have had people let us know. We have had people let us know they've received them, so you know. They're there, they exist. That was exciting to see. Yeah, that was very Sorry, cool. So if you if you haven't already, take a photo of where it is. Yeah. Unless it's in the bin. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. That hurts. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to thank a few people. I think, yeah, we should uh, th- thank some Patreon uh, listeners. Firstly, I think last week we called a guy Maxwell um, because I didn't write down his surname for some reason. But his name's Maxwell Coviello. What a what a wasted opportunity last week for me to not say that sweet surname. Mm. Coviello. Mm-hmm. I feel like... I can hear that sort of being whispered on the breeze. Like that? Yeah, like that. Yeah, it's cool. got, it's, to me, it sounds like a new type of Cadbury chocolate bar, like caramello mixed with something. Cadbury Caviello. I need Co- that. Coffee and... Oh, coffee. Has that been done? Coffee and caramel? In coffee, yes. In chocolate, maybe not. Well... Gap in the market. Copyright. There we go. Copyrighted it. Done. So, yeah, let's thank some, let's thank some dudes. Let's thank some dudes. Or gals. So, yeah, um, I'd love to thank, if I can... Please, if you if I if you would let me have the honour. Oh, we got, we asked you to. So of yeah, go for thanking it. a man I know actually, Andy Matthews, an absolute superstar legend, very funny comedian, and goddamn, goddamn saint. genuine good guy, and saint. Saint's probably better. We I love Andy. Go with saint. We we're, love Andy so we're all, much. All big fans of Andy. Love Andy. One of my favourite. Uh, <laughs> so. So uh, self-indulgent here, but one time he tweeted that he was listening to the podcast and thought to himself that I'd mellowed out a little bit, and then my next sentence is, what a bitch, what an absolute fucking bitch. <laughs> As he's tweeting. He, no, yeah, he tweeted that like he was thinking, oh, just Jess has mellowed out yeah, a little bit. Lately, and then she's stopped cracking it. <laughs> I just turned on it, and that made me really happy because I thought that was quite funny. So thanks, Andy. Um, you're great. We also need to thank, of course, um, one, of the, one of the OG... Uh, um, listeners, one of our original. What does that mean? Organic. Yep. Original gangster. gangster. Is that what that means? Yeah, it's just like an original. So from the beginning. Does it mean gangster or just original? Oh my god, Dave, you're asking way too many questions. Oh, I just I've heard the phrase OG before, but I'm not gangster to know if it means that or not. It means original gangster. Fuck yeah! Can I? But you can use it in the context of original, like like at work we will say it was one of the OG. Customer care agents. Ugh, so depressing. Um, the original gangster customer care agents. <laughs> anyway. What a fun place to work. So from the, pretty much from the beginning, we, uh, we've had Cecil Hops on board. Oh, Cecil, big fan. Cecil. Tweets to us all the time. Big, uh, big Always on listens. Twitter. Absolute legend. So, of course, a huge thank you goes out to Cecil as thank well. Thank you so much. Thank you, Cecil. He is a member of the uh, Sydney Scheinberg Deluxe Package Package. He's, he's got a topic coming up in the Golden Hat that Jess, he's requested you do, I'm just saying. I like it that he's made the request for me to do it. I think that's quite funny. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. 
And another member of that crew of Sydney Scheinberg Absolute Legends is someone that I like to thank. You're not here. It looks like you get to pick a uh, little profile picture or possibly it's assigned to you by Patreon because many people have cats. But this guy... <laughs> that is... might be their version of the Twitter egg. Yeah, think... maybe people just really like cats. Dave. But this guy is one cool cat. A hep cat. Hep cat? Like hep- hepatitis? Hep cat. That's right. He's uh, a dying cat. No, there is a cure. There is a cure. And I would like to say congratulations and thank you. Mainly thank you. I shouldn't have said congratulations. Congratulations on making the choice to support the show. Justin McCain. Ah, Justin. Justin McCain. Mr. Justin McCain. Plays a silly game. All the way from Pittsburgh. Oh, go Penguins. Pennsylvania. Thank you so much, Justin. So those are our three... Those are three Patreon legends, and we'd like to say thank you to, to those three in particular, but everyone that supports us on Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash pod. We've got a I'd Patreon like... exclusive episode coming out next week, so get oh, in there. Oh, and it's pretty fucked from memory. I can't even bring myself to listen to it. Nah, it's going to be great. We were only a tiny bit drunk. It's fine. That's a good point. Special guest Nick Capper and Simon Cumming, who mm. were at the Meredith Music Festival with us. Um, I'd also like to thank just everyone who listens, Dave. Uh, they are all fucking tops as well. Thank you, people. And uh, if you want to get onto us on the internet, Jess, how do you do that? Well, Matt, I'm glad you asked. You can find us on Twitter <laughs> at DoGoOnPod, Instagram at DoGoOnPod, Facebook at DoGoOnPod, oh. and you can email us at g at DoGoOnPod at gmail.com. So close to nailing it. You were so close. What did I do? Did I not do it? Was that all right? Email I said- us at... Gmail at... Yeah, okay. I panicked. I did so well. No, you were great. You were... And the Patreon is just uh, slash do go on, I think. Mm. Do go on pod. Oh, fuck. It's the same as all the others. It's, it's the same. Who would have thought it? So, yeah, you can get in touch on any of any of those ways. We'd what love a, to hear from you. What a pleasure it's been. This is the last one for the year. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, thanks for sticking with us throughout 2016, guys. So next time you hear our voices. Maybe next year. See you all next year, huh? <laughs> See you on the other side. If we and make it. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy hope, New Year. You, hope you get it, bloody midnight smooch. <laughs> oh, big time. Smoochy smooch. But up the poop. If it's not looking good for you uh, at the time, just skip ahead to this bit. Get it ready to play right in your ears. You can have a little smooch from Jess and Dave. Mm. Midnight. Mm. Oh, too much tongue. Mm. Uh. Oh, more tongue. <laughs> 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 All right, I think we've got to... Don't oh. enjoy it too much. Oh. Anyway, um... <laughs> oh, 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 sorry, sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's hard to undo. It's hard to undo, isn't it? Dave! It's a weird belt. It's a Dave! Weird belt. Oh, I'm sorry. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Waiters. <laughs> That's my thing. Fuck you.